0: Sunday, or should I say, Happy New Year for anyone that has not heard from me since 2022. Happy New Year to you all. Thank you for joining me for yet again, another Sunday Sis with Sonia. I, I must say, 45 days dry uh, was a lot, and I, I, I could have gone even longer. I, I kept going with... 2.14 was my target date, and I actually surpassed that by some days. I actually stopped drinking Christmas Eve. I kind not of had a pour since. And uh, getting back into drinking, my first pour was the Foursquare. It was 2000, I want to say 7. 2007 foursquare and followed by some some whiskey pours but here I am 45 days later after advocating well 45 days plus later after advocating for sobriety during that time and just really resetting my body and again, advocating, promoting sobriety and responsible drinking, um, throughout my, my community, um, that of the high schools, I, I did a zoom with, um, one of the colleges back home in Pennsylvania and I, I, I feel refreshed, I'm renewed and it, it it also, when you're, when you're doing dry, it also just puts Things into perspective as a whole. If you've ever just done a cleanse for your body or meditation, so on and so forth, I I would say, you know, if you also drink, um, uh, if you do decide to go dry, it, it's just, it's just a different plane <laughs> and, and, and all. And, um, you know, I, I could get a little deeper on that, but I'm gonna keep this as Sunday, so, so, Sonya. Um, so, where did I go? What did I do? I visited Jack Rose, and Jack Rose and I have a history. Okay, I've been going to Jack Rose since I lived back home in Pennsylvania uh, before moving to uh, Virginia, and it is that one place that is always going to have something for everyone and for me that just it delights my soul it has just a a ambience and an overall um welcoming vibe and it's it's relaxing so if if you're into relaxation you you want to know that spot where everyone can go and it's going to be jack rose hands down um known throughout this country. You know, you say the name, someone has heard of it, been there, or they want to go there. So I'm going to get into this week's Sunday Sips with Sonia. And I, I must say that this pour was very unique in that the cask was a Mascow Barrel. So sharing with you this week is the Westland Single Cask American Single Malt Whiskey. This is cask number 2543. So if you're in the area, you want to visit Jack Rose, and you want to experience this bottle that I'm talking about right now, number 2543. Comes in at 116.2 proof. The barley is Washington Select. Again, barreled at cask strength. So it it was already, you know, (laughs) it was already there for me. Just just waiting. I think it called out to me to tell you the truth. um, Being all the things that I love, particularly in a pour and some additional, of course. It could be hit or miss, you know, when you're doing these different barrels. So I'm a fan of not only cooperage, but also uh, the barrels, finish, uh, experiential barrels, and their finish and their and how they impart their different um, characteristics onto the spirit that is held in the barrel. This is something again; it's it's such an art. Um, let's give it up to the people that actually just step out to do that and, and you know, are refining the process as they go along. It's starting a trend now, picking up a lot more with different makers, but I must say it is definitely an art and a science because you have to get this just right. A little too long in that barrel and things can definitely go wrong so they're learning too as they go along and then the feed that back that we provide actually sets the tone for what's to come next sometimes with some of these some of these um, manufacturers so let's sip on the palette I want to leave the nose next. On the palette, I get that um, Keurig Mocha. <laughs> yes, I did say Keurig Mocha. If you've ever had the Keurig Mocha, it's, it's different than your Mocha that you would pour out of a pack or you would um, get out at your local your local Starbucks or coffee shop. So it's that Keurig Mocha, really sticks out um there's such refinement on the palate you get rich rich orchid fruit but it's it's more so that agave that agave is there and it meets a smokiness on your tongue um, that's very earthy towards the back of the palate you pick up intensified smokiness but you also bring that mocha and that fruit with you and it's so well balanced that there really is no distinction obvious distinction between the mid to back palate now on the front of the palate I would say that the fruit that fruit is more apparent as And that smokiness just hasn't hit you fully until mid-palate. The mocha is meh. The mocha is just saying hi at the front of the palate. So now let me give you my nose on this. And the reason I saved this is because it was so profound in that I haven't smelled anything like this before. I I just haven't. And on the nose, I I would say that someone added in some some oak, some agave, with some other fruits, um, some some mocha, and just just sat it in a bowl and and put it up to your nose because when it hits you you're getting that malted barley as well it for me if you've ever had puffed barley cereal i i know um my parents both country okay so we we grew up with malted barley cereal uh, where other kids were eating the kellogg's and all that you know uh, sugar-laden cereal we were getting like The the pure stuff, you know, what I would come to learn is like the really great stuff. You know, we got the brands, so on and so forth, without the sugars. So, uh, puffed barley cereal on the nose, along with hints of mocha, the rich, the rich agave, and the earthy and smokiness as well. And that's what drew me in even more. I got the Mezcal without without the influence of the peppers that I get from most Mezcals that I drink. And I'm a fan of Mezcals and that's why I wanted to leave the notes because I can really go into this when it comes to your Mezcal. And you pick up that earthiness on your nose, but you don't pick it up to the point where it becomes overwhelming or off-putting. So it's definitely something that is is bright, it is by far not dark at all in terms of being heavy or something just you know inching out more than the other, It, it is very well balanced and for that I need more of this. I do. I need a bottle of this, I need more of this, it is absolutely delightful. I was very pleased with this pour. I was I was happy that, you know, um, it was shared with me. And Westland is not by far not um, something that I have on my shelves. I'm not very familiar with it, and I will admit that I've had it, yes, but uh, it's definitely something that I'm gonna look more into. And I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Please uh, feel free to send me a DM to, to reach out to me at so Good, or through the podcast if you're able to, <clears throat> depending on your platforms. So thank you for joining me for my first, my very first of 2023 Sunday Sips with Sonia on the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast. Please stay tuned throughout the week. For the other podcasters as they share with you, their are poor for the day. Thank you. Cheers. What's up, Truth is Barrel Proof fans? This is Alan Bishop, the alchemist of Indiana's Black Forest and head distiller at Spirits of French Lick. Do you find yourself drawn to the unexplained? Fascinated by the 14 or enchanted by the paranormal. If the things that go bump in the night resonate in your mind, then tune into my brand new podcasts. If you have ghosts, you have everything. Featuring firsthand accounts, collected stories, interviews, history, and speculation related to all things not of this world. Available now on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and more. Set back, relax, and remember, If you have ghosts, you have everything. ¶¶